Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 45-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. We'll just focus on the real essentials, which let's get to those now. We're going to start in child's pose. And I really love an essential practice, just the basics that aren't really basic, right? They're the foundations and the cornerstones and like the the simplest things that we practice are the most effective for our bodies, for our minds, right? right? Case in point, right? Breathing, the most essential thing we do. We've been doing it our entire lives. And yet when we turn our attention to it and really work to enhance its quality and to regulate it, really good things happen. We'll start with that. Lengthen each inhale and exhale like you've got all the time in the world for them. So it's really a non-specific breathing practice, but a good one for our day and time. You don't need to have a certain length of breath. Your breath will actually change from day to day in terms of what feels uncomfortable, what feels long. But what feels like you've got just the time to enjoy it, to become a connoisseur of breath. That's what we're going for right now. And in that way, we tell our minds and our nervous system that nothing's really urgent. We're going to get to everything. Or we're not, and that'll be okay too. Recognizing that's not always the case with our days. Or at least it doesn't seem like it. But it is here. To your next inhale, come on up to hands and knees. I'm going to come through cat and cow. Just a round of each. So breathe out. Breathe in. Make your way back to a central point, hands and knees. When you breathe in, send your right arm forward. And your right hip back, maybe a little over to the left as well. And inhale, come back up, hands and knees. Other side, inhale, left arm reaches out, left hip reaches back and maybe a little over to the right. And back at center, we'll do that again. Right arm reaching forward, right hip sitting back, a little over to the left. And center. And then left arm reaching forward, left hip to back. Back to the center line. We're going to bring elbows down. And same idea, cat-cow, just on the elbows. Round, arch, arch and round, whatever you got. Then bring that back to neutral. And neutral here will be 
uh, the diagonal with the shoulders a little below the hips. That's fine. We're going to inhale the right leg back. Bend the knee so the heel is close to the sitting bone. And then three circles clockwise and three counterclockwise. Just moving the leg bone around in the hip joint. Press both arms down. See if you can keep even pressure in both arms. And then bringing the right knee down. We'll pause. Bring everything back to center. And other side. Left leg extends back. Bend the knee. And make some circles here. Three to one direction, three to the other. And then we'll bring that back into elbows and knees, walking up to hands and knees. And then a take on thread the needle, and I'm really liking these days, and I'm taking you along with me. Right hand behind your head. Oh, take your open twist so that you're, you're turning open, stacking your shoulders, right? And then we're coming through to that thread the needle, but you're threading the elbow through, stacking the shoulders, and then opening back up. As you do, press your head into your hand, and then close again, down and through, reach the elbow under. Breathe in, open back up. One more time, come down and through. Point the elbow toward the side wall, really work to stack shoulder over shoulder, and then open it back up. Shoulder over shoulder, then we'll release hand to mat, pause. Breath in and breath out. Then left hand behind the head, turn open to the left, stacking shoulder over shoulder as best you can. And then down and through, you're pointing the elbow under and coming up and you're working to point the elbow toward the ceiling. What we're doing here is we're really getting some, some mobility of the shoulder blade and also the thoracic spine, this rotation of the rib cage, and then as you press your head to your hand, also some strengthening for the postural muscles, the back of the neck and upper back. Next inhale, you're stacking, opening, and releasing hand to mat. And up on your fingertips, we'll take a round of cat-cow here. That's not to say we won't ever do thread the needle the other way. Uh, we will. We'll come back to that. It's just uh, that's a nice little warm up there, um, and keeps us from swinging with the arm, which, which even on our best days sometimes we, uh, you know, we all do it. You know, walk your hands a little forward, tuck your toes, <laughs> come up to down dog, and give yourself time to pedal, uh, pedal with intention. So you've got. The straightening of one leg as far as it will go, pull that foot back into the mat and then bend the knee and, and switch sides. So a lot of times when we pedal without thinking about it, 
we're really just bending the knees a little more, a little more and getting out of the stretch. Uh, the encouragement here is that pedaling, use it to really straighten one leg while you bend the other. Good. One more round through. Make it back to center. Pause, have a breath in through your nose. That you let out through your mouth, maybe a little sigh. And look to your hands. Walk forward, a little ragdoll. Let your head drop heavy, let your face get soft. Breath in. And breath out. And you release your hands to your mat. We'll walk feet together. On your inhale, reach to standing mountain pose. Nice. Exhale, bring hands together, heart center. Take a moment to close your eyes, to let the mask of your face soften, your jaw release, your throat clear. Next breath out, really empty. Go to the end of it. See if there's a little more to get out. And then when we inhale, we'll reach up mountain pose, sun A. Inhale, extend, and exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. and breathe out. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Nice. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, step back, high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. 
Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, we'll fold. One more round, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Pause here, breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Let your lips gently close. Inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. Exhale, bend your knee, bring it in toward your chest. Take a big step into low lunge. We're going to reach up for crescent. And exhale, pull the arm bones down into a cactus or W shape as if you're doing an imaginary pull-up. Good. When you inhale, take the arms down at your sides and pull them back like airplane or locust. Pull the back of your head up and back as you go. As you exhale, bring the elbows together in front of you. Maybe they touch, maybe they don't. If they touch, you make a little V-shape of the arms. And then breathe in, reach back up, sit low in the leg, front thigh parallel to the floor as much as possible. And then hands to your heart, to the mat, step back, down dog or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. And inhale, left leg up and back behind. Exhale, bring knee into chest, have big step, low lunge, anchor into your feet. When you inhale, reach up for crescent. When you exhale, the imaginary pull up. Elbow pull down, heart lifts. When you inhale, arms by your sides. And we're going to take the arm bones back like locust. Airplane, keep the back of your head in line. Gaze straight ahead. And then exhale. Elbows toward one another in front of you. Maybe they touch. Maybe they just get close. If they touch, arms make a V. And then inhale, reach back up as you sit low. Front thigh toward parallel with the floor. Press with your feet. Hands to heart center, to the mat, step back, down dog, or low push-up, upward facing dog, nice, and downward facing dog. Walk your feet to the center of the mat. When you inhale, take your right leg up and back. 
Knee into your chest, take a big step on your center line. Come up and around. Warrior two. Really nice. Set your gaze over your front hand. Next inhale, reach up with both arms. Catch your right wrist with your left hand. Use that to help the right side lengthen. And at the same time, you're lengthening the left side. Let your chin be level next day's long. Breath in here. Sit low in your legs as you reach up through the arms. And then exhale. Hands to the mat. Step back. High or low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Together on your inhale, left leg up and back, three-legged dog. As you exhale, big step on your center line, back foot flat. Up and around. Warrior two, take your time. Sit low. Next inhale, arms up overhead, both of them. Catch your left wrist. Arms are a little in front of your face. Sit low in the front leg. Use that lift of the right hand to lengthen both sides of your body. Uncurl your toes, unclench your teeth. And sit low in the front thigh. Breath in. And then when you breathe out, hands down, step back, down dog, or low push-up, upward-facing dog, downward-facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, hands together at heart center. Pause. A tree pose, root your left foot down, squeeze the left leg. There's muscle in the bone, especially the glute muscle, hugging in. Right leg up. Anywhere along the leg that it will go, keeping your hips level. Then take the arms up, place your fingers, press your palms towards the ceiling. Arms are in front of your eyes. The, the arms can be pretty far in front of your eyes, right? as far as, as you need them to be. Right? But you do see them in your peripheral vision. They're not behind you or even uh, back by your ears or by your eyes. And press your foot down and press the palms of the hands way up. Retractioning out. Three points the foot into the floor. The inner ring of knuckles of your hands, like they're pressing the ceiling. Breath in. And then breath out. Hands to heart, foot to mat, pause. Let the shoulders soften in that move inherently we're lifting the shoulder blades that's a good thing we want our shoulder blades to be mobile we want to have the ability to hold our arms overhead and you know do things up there like get heavy things off shelves and, and all the stuff of life right 
but then learning to release those when they're done work, equally good idea. Right foot roots down, squeeze your right leg, and then left foot just to where it's going to go, keeping your hips level. And so way to tell, if you move your foot up and it throws you off balance, it's probably moving too high. It's either moving too high or it's moving too fast. Okay. Hips level. And then arms up. And then lace fingers. Okay. And I'm convinced that like 99% of the, the balance issues in tree that don't allow for this action is because the lifted leg is too high. So that variable leg, right? Just give yourself grace with it so that you can get right foot pressing down and palms of the hands pressing up. And you can get this sensation of being tractioned out. Right? And that's what you want. You want like this growth sensation, right? The tree is rooting down to rise up. The other issue with this is if you go too far back with the arms, it's really gonna be uh, stressful for the shoulder. So keep the arms in front of the face. Remember arms live over with the collarbones. Lift your collarbones, press the palms up, feel everything traction out around the side bodies and then foot to the mat, hands to the heart, pause. I always feel taller after that. So if you do too, just take a moment, enjoy that. Breath in and breath out. And that ability to traction like that is the reason, one of the reasons why like just, just let your leg do what it's gonna do. Leave your hips level so that you can get the force needed to, uh, to get that extra length. Your next inhale, reach up, mountain pose, and exhale, fold, fold. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, high or low push up, breathe out. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward through your hands. Walk or hop to seated. Come down to your back for bridge or wheel. Go for when you get down to your back, whatever you want to set up for. Plant and go. Slowly come on back down. Suptamata Kanasana. Soles of your feet together. Knees out to the sides. Bring your attention back to steady, relaxed breathing. And we'll transition from that into a, an exhale focus. So you got a nice little uh, balanced breath going on here. You got to count to that. But just let the 
exhale be about two beats longer than the inhale. So I like to go with a four and six. Count at your own pace. But you just want to get a little more out, or I guess a third of, <laughs> third more, thirty three percent more out than you took in. And of course, you don't have to to, to calibrate that volume. There's a few things at play here. One is that as we focus on our exhale, we downregulate the nervous system, slow the heart rate. And then another is we're just giving our mind a focal point. It's like it's a really tried and true thing. It's a simple, calming strategy to bring mind and body together. And then get yourself back into a balanced breath pattern. And so you uh, maybe lengthen your inhale. Right now that you've been here for a bit with that focused breathing, there's a good chance that you can lengthen the inhale. Get six and six or whatever your number may be. Just because you're more aware, more tuned in. We're going to bring knees together and arms out to the sides for belly twisting pose or windshield wipers, whichever you prefer here. Just get some rotation side to side. And this will comprise our entire ab set today. So just like, it's Friday. It's Friday. And like, if you're listening to this on a podcast later, it's just Friday frame of mind. Right? Let things get easier from here on out. It's so funny how Friday has a feel. Um, I have taught classes every weekend since I was in my teens. No lie. I've, this is the best job in the world. And still Friday feels like Friday. Just that must have gotten ingrained in third grade. Next time, come back to center and nose to knees and knees to nose. Curl up. We'll rock up and back to seated and seated cross-legged fold or if you like double pigeon, uh, cross the right leg on top of the left. So right leg in front or right leg on top. It's like that when you're a parent too. Like when you're a parent, you don't get weekends off, but Friday still feels like Friday, huh? Is that true? Sort of? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Lift up and, and bow forward. Yeah, I mean, even like, like just seeing Friday faces, like Friday faces are just, I don't know, we're all like 15% more beautiful on Friday. All right, we'll breathe here. I'll be quiet.
On your next inhale, come up to seated. And if you've got the leg crossed on top, keep it. Uh, you're gonna take your right hand to your right heel. If you don't have a leg crossed on top, you're gonna take your right hand to your right knee. Left arm's gonna go up and we're gonna get a side bend. So uh, the bonus of, of having your heel there is that you could then press the heel into the hand like we do when we twist. Maybe you, uh, you get to enjoy that a little more. Breath in. Breath out. On an inhale, we'll come up to seated. We're going to rotate toward the uh, right knee and bow over to diagonal toward the knee. If you need to adjust your, your leg positioning here, that's totally legit, right? Could be, could be different for this one. I want to adjust my leg positioning like getting out of the pose completely and doing something else, but I'll stay if you stay. On your inhale, come on up to sit tall and we'll rotate right hand to uh, the knee or right hand to the heel as you twist. Again, if you've got the heel, you just give yourself some pressure from the heel into the hand to help you work around into that twist. Undo it slowly, come back to center. Extend the right leg out for Johnny Shirsasana. So the left foot comes to the inner thigh for uh, like tree, inner thigh or inner calf. Right? right, like if you need this position in your life with your heel all the way up in there, like uh, you can do it in this pose. Right? Lift up and bow forward. Bow. A lot of us will find if we pull that heel up, goes to the upper thigh, the left hip wants to shift back a bit. That's okay, that's fine. Uh, it used to be that you had to keep your sitting bones square. Um, it feels different if you, if you let the hip go or if you have it on line. But that same mechanism is what throws the hips offline in tree pose. It's usually a bone hitting another bone yeah, this is, there's no flexibility work we're going to do that's going to change it. Breath in. Breath out. You're going to come up to seated. Bend your right leg in. Cross the left leg in front. So you can just do that without your hands. Or left leg's going on top. So you've used that cross-legged Sukhasana fold or double pigeon. Lift up and bow forward.
And on an inhale, one up to sit tall. Left hand's gonna go over to the left heel or the right knee over there to cross while your right arm goes up and we take a little side bend. You wanna think about this the same way we did in that warrior two, uh, where we're getting both side bodies long. And so there'll be a tendency, especially if you have the heel to collapse the left side, instead heart up over and then you can use the left side body you can squeeze those muscles there's a big difference between using them and collapsing you'll find it breath in come up the, the way to find the difference between using them and collapsing one feels hard in your abdominals one just makes it hard to breathe right and I guarantee you'd rather have strong abdominals than trouble breathing from here, we're going to rotate toward the left knee. Again, you may need to, to swap the position there. And we'll bow over the left knee. On an inhale, come on back up to seated. We're going to take the left hand to left heel or the right knee. So basically left arm across again and rotate. Yeah, really nice. This all looks like, like we're doing real yoga. Like we're just like, like there's, you know, we're doing all the, uh, all the poses that were inscribed in the walls of Mahanjadaro so many years ago. I mean, we pretty much are right now. <laughs> it's good. It's, I told you it's going to be essential. It's going to be the classics. It's like the uh, breath in. And undo this. Come back to center and unwind. You're going to take your left leg out straight for Johnny Chirsasana. Up and bow forward. And we're bowing inside the front leg. So uh, the way you want to think about that is that your navel, your sternum, your nose, they're all inside the front leg. If your left ribs are on the leg, great. That's totally cool. The front of the leg squeezes. You press the leg into the foot and the foot into the leg. You may notice that right sitting bone's a little behind the left. You don't need to worry about that unless you have a preference for yourself. Uh, the other time that you want to pay attention to where your, your hips are in this is if you have any pain in your sacroiliac joint, right? And, uh, so if you find that your hips are not centered and there's pain, you may want to center them up. If, however, you're trying really hard to center them and there's pain, you may want to be a little uh, more gracious with that. Allow yourself some some leeway. 
breath in and draw your heart forward come on up to seated and then both legs out Paschimottanasana uh, we'll start with the legs straight or straight-ish with your thumbs to your hip crease pull up through the center of your chest now for some of us we're going to feel like the low back is a little rounded out that would be a good uh, case for getting a blanket and just putting your sitting bones on the edge of that blanket it'll help you you lift because so we're going to go up with the arms reach up exhale go to halfway reach up at the diagonal breathe in and then exhale first the arms just let them come down beyond fingertips then let the upper body go i haven't done this sitting on a blanket in a long time and i just learned that um it really increases the hamstring stretch uh, in these particular hamstrings probably not everybody's but um I would just say that even if you don't need a blanket, it's never a bad time to try a, a new angle. That's all I'm going to say because I kind of want to cry. Those sounds in the background are not me crying. It was just Gibbs being very well-timed. Uh, but... He is expressing how I feel about this. Get breath in. Breath out. Then on an inhale, come on up to seated. And just gonna slide your hips toward your heels. Come on down to your back. Bring knees into chest and then happy baby. And if there's a, a different finishing pose that speaks to you, go for that. And breathe. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. Nice work, y'all.
When you're ready to move again, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Long, slow breath in through your nose. You let out through your mouth. Roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Moment. Sit tall and spread out. Allow your body to feel well aligned. Not because you forced it, but because you took the moment to be aware. We'll bring hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. That's great stuff, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. See you soon. Have a great night. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.